Welcome to the Daily Path Podcast, where it's all about building an authentic life and business. I'm your host, Joe Winters Jr., and now for today's message. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Winters Jr., and today's topic is five ways to make money with podcasting. This episode is for knowledge-based entrepreneurs and businesses, but if you don't fall into that category, hopefully you still get value from today's episode. In the podcast industry, there are shows that make money and shows that don't. There are shows that contribute to fulfilling their company's mission and the company's bottom line. And then there are shows that don't contribute to their company's mission or the bottom line at all. The differentiator between the two is strategy and employing a strategy that works for the business. Businesses that are changing lives around the world and making money with their podcast have a high level strategy for doing so. And businesses that don't make money with their podcast and hardly achieving any significant reach are usually all over the place because they have no strategy. So I could tell you right now that having a high level strategy without a shadow of a doubt will save you thousands of hours of trial and error, accelerating the results you would like to see with your podcast. Now, how can you make money with podcasting? There are only one of two avenues you can take to make money with a podcast. And once you decide which avenue you're going to take, there are many things you can do that will work. So what are the avenues? The first avenue is acquiring sponsorships, which is basically selling someone else's products, programs, and services in exchange for of the sales you make. And I must say that this is probably the most popular option amongst individuals who do not have a podcast or they're just getting into podcasting because the misconception is that sponsors are simply paying you to put ads in your show when in fact that's not really the case sponsors are paying you to place an ad in your show that will sell something for them so it don't really stop at the ad that's being placed in your show but rather the transactions that are being made as a result of the ad being placed in your show. So let's say you acquire a sponsor that has a service they charge $1,000 for, and that sponsor wants to pay you 20% of the sales you generate. You would make $200 per sale, which means if you want to make 100K for your business, you will have to generate 500 sales. The second avenue is selling your own products, programs, and services in exchange for whatever you charge. Let's say you offer a service that costs $1,000 and you want to make 100K for your business, you would have to onboard 100 clients. In both cases, you're selling something. The question is, who are you selling for? Are you selling for someone else, aka a sponsor, which is the first avenue, or are you selling for yourself, which is your business? right? In both cases, you're selling something, but the transactions are different, okay? The first avenue doesn't require client fulfillment on your part because you're selling services for someone else, which is great if you don't want to worry about working with clients and you don't mind receiving, you know, a smaller percentage of the sales you make. The second avenue does require client fulfillment on your part because you're selling your own services, which is great if you want to work with clients, and you want to make a bigger percentage of the sales you make. Which brings me to the principle of the day. Both avenues will work, but not if you try to travel both avenues at the same time. Let me say that again. Both avenues will work, but not if you try to travel both avenues at the same time. So 
pick one avenue and stick with it until you hit your goals. Now, once you have decided which avenue you will be taking, you can decide what to sell. And there are five great options that work well with a podcast. And each one of these options, you could be selling for yourself or you could be selling for someone else, okay? The first way to make money with a podcast is selling physical books and eBooks. The pros of selling books and eBooks is that it's extremely affordable, which in most cases, the buyer would view this option as risk-free. With it being the most affordable option, you would also have a larger pool of buyers and the potential to help more paying customers. In addition to this, you don't have to worry about, you know, consistently doing work in order to make money because once you create the book or ebook one time, the work is complete. All you have to do is send the book to the buyer or have a software that automatically sends the ebook when someone purchases. The downside with this option versus the other options I will share is that you must sell many more units to make a full-time income. So I personally like to view books as something to sell that will add value to your customers, but I don't really think it should be the only thing you sell if you want to make a great living. So this is just my take on physical books and eBooks. Do as you will with it. The second way to make money with podcasting is selling digital courses. The pros of selling courses are like that of selling books, as it could be an affordable option for your customers as well. But with a online course, there is the potential to make more money per customer than a book by itself because courses usually go for anywhere between $150 to $950 with some courses going for as high as $2,000. And with a course, you're also having to do the work one time. And then after you've done the work one time, you don't really have to do it over again unless you make the decision to you know, update your course. But after you make a course one time, each time someone buys, you don't have to do anything else because you have already made the course. So um, like a book, those are the pros of a course. The biggest downside I see with courses is the completion rate. The last time I checked, the average completion rate for online courses was about 15%. And this is actually why at Daily Path Academy, we don't offer online courses because I prefer for my completion rate to be in the 90 percentile. This isn't to say that online courses are bad because I have certainly signed up for online courses that I completed in less than a month and decided to consume for a second time to ensure I really got the content down. However, there have been courses that I've signed up for and I didn't complete them because they were full of fluff. So if you go this route, you know, do it the right way. Create a course of substance that will actually get your students results when they complete your course. The third way to make money with podcasting is selling high ticket coaching and consulting services. The pros of selling high ticket coaching and consulting services is that you're paid well for delivering exceptional work. And this is also my favorite because I get to play an essential role in the implementation of the services, which increases the completion rate and the chances of long-term success, as opposed to books and courses that might or might not get completed. Now, in my experience, you do want to have a way of qualifying potential clients to ensure that your coaching and consulting clients are invested in the process. With coaching and consulting clients ranging from $2,000 to $60,000 and beyond that, um, I have learned that there are going to be some professionals that can afford coaching and consulting 
but they have a digital course mindset, meaning they don't really like accountability and would prefer to do things on their own time, which tends to lead to them, you know, dragging their feet. And which, let me be clear, there is nothing wrong with someone who has this mindset. Um, but I have learned that it is up to us as the service provider, if we're offering high ticket coaching and consulting, to qualify our clients to know if our high ticket coaching and consulting services are for them or if a course is better for them based on who they are. High ticket coaching and consulting clients should be someone who welcomes accountability, holds themselves accountable, and they also should be decisive in their decision-making process because when it comes to the coaching and or consulting client relationship, there is no place for anyone to be dragging their feet. Now, obviously, the cons of high-ticket coaching and consulting services is that everyone will not be able to afford your services. You will have a smaller pool of buyers that can afford $2,000 to $60,000 and beyond. However, I have learned that when you're going this route, you must be confident that there are a lot of people who are resourceful. And as long as you can articulate the value that you provide, they will have no problem in investing in your coaching and consulting services because they're ultimately making an investment in themselves. So if you're going this route, really hone in on articulating the value that you provide and you will do great. The fourth way to make money with podcasting is selling memberships. And, you know, I like to see memberships in two buckets. Okay. There's the low ticket membership and then there's the premium membership. And I view the premium membership as a membership that's priced at $250 per month or more. And the reason why that I choose that price point is because generally speaking, $1,000 um, is the entry level price for high ticket. Now, depending on who you ta you're talking to, they're going to say it's more than $1,000. But generally speaking, I do believe that $1,000 is the entry level price. Okay. Highlight entry level because, you know, obviously you shouldn't really think like $1,000 in and of itself is high ticket when obviously you can definitely charge much more than that if you're providing much more value. Um, however, $1,000 is that entry level price point. And with it being that entry level price point, if you have someone who is a member paying you $250 per month, then they would only need to be in your membership for four months to have handed you $1,000. And of course, the hopes is that you're providing such a service and helping them get results that they make the decision to stay longer than four months. Um, but nevertheless, if they only stay for four months, that would be $1,000. The second reason why I kind of see um, this price point as the uh, you know um, premium membership price point is because I truly believe that anybody can launch a membership at $250 a month and at launch get four people to sign up which would be $1,000. And being that it's a membership, that would actually be $1,000 recurring, which brings me to the pro of selling memberships. No matter if it's low ticket or premium, the reality of recurring revenue gives you a peace of mind that you will have some sustainable income coming in as long as you are focused on retention, which is you know, you making the decision to providing good customer service, engaging your members, as well as helping them get results. Okay. The the recurring revenue is, you know, 
for those that don't know, it's when customers are paying you every month or year without you having to resell them. Between the low ticket membership and the premium membership, my favorite is the premium membership because it allows you to have a more intimate relationship with your clients like high ticket coaching and consulting while also being a more affordable option at the same time. The fifth and final way that I'm going to speak about making money with a podcast is getting paid speaking engagements. You're already displaying your ability to articulate your ideas and concepts around topics you care about. And there are always organizations looking for speakers to keynote their next event, speak at a conference, or speak to their employees. Now, here's a pro tip for you. I believe it's extremely beneficial to you and the client if you had one of the other four options in addition to this one, because you will be able to continue providing value and keeping the working relationship going beyond the speaking engagement. If you only offer speaking services, the con to only offering speaking services is that it can be harder to create consistent income. And so this is the reason why I think this is a really great um, option, but I do think that you should also have one of the other four options in addition to this one. Now, one of the things I want to talk about is that whenever you're making the decision to start a podcast for your knowledge-based business, you need to know your numbers while also having a strong vision around impact. Podcasting grants us the opportunity to positively contribute to the lives of others while acquiring clients for our business at the same time. However, if you lack clarity around the impact that you want to create and the numbers you have for your business, it can be discouraging because you aren't driving in a clear direction. You're doing all the work to have a great podcast, but you're not driving in a, in a clear direction. And so having clarity around the vision that you want to create, which is ultimately you knowing the you know vision and mission of your business, you knowing the impact you want your business to create is going to be essential as well as knowing your numbers. So, you know, what does that mean? The first number I'm referring to that you need to know is what you want your gross revenue to be three years from now. This is important because you will make money in the first year of podcasting if you do it correctly. But you would obviously change more lives and make more money by year three if you remain consistent. Operating a business isn't for the weak, and any successful entrepreneur will tell you that you must be willing to be consistent if you want to succeed. Podcasting is no different, and you want to do it the right way with a high-level strategy so you aren't wasting thousands of hours trying to figure it out. What I'm saying here is that you shouldn't start a podcast if you aren't willing to do it for at least three years. But you should also have a high level strategy that ensures the three years is worth the time. The second number you need to know is how much cash do you want in the bank three years from now? After all your expenses, how much money do you want in the bank? And the third number you need to know is how much of what do you need to sell to make the top line revenue and put the cash in the bank? If you want to make 300K per year, three years from now, and you're selling a $20 book, then you need to sell 15,000 copies in a year. If you're selling a $150 course, you would need to enroll 2,000 students in a year. And if you're selling a $5,000 consulting and coaching offer, you would need to sign 60 clients in a year. If you're okay with making, you know, only a third of that per year, which is 100K per year, then you would only need to sell a third of the units. When it comes to having an impactful podcast show that generates revenue for your business, it's quite simple when you have a strong vision around the impact you want to create 
a compelling offer that helps your clients get results and a strong foundation to the podcast that you're going to be building, which requires you to make some tough decisions upfront around the type of podcast you create for your business because you want a show that's an asset for your business instead of a liability. And that mostly comes down to strategy and execution. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Daily Path the Podcast. If you're a business coach or a consultant who would like to add an additional six plus figures in sales to your business while changing lives around the world, I would really love to work with you on launching your own impactful podcast show. If you're interested, go over to www.dailypathacademy.com to learn more. I hope you found this episode valuable. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Daily Path Podcast. If you would like to launch your own podcast show to expand your reach, grow your network, and sign more premium clients for your business, visit dailypathacademy.com to learn how we can help you launch an impactful podcast that changes lives around the world and acquires high-ticket clients for your business. That's dailypathacademy.com.